This is episode seven. I yes. think. I think this is episode if it's seven. Not episode seven, y'all. We sorry. We're close. <sighs> we 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 getting close. Um. <laughs> So we have a special guest today. I am going to let Sierra introduce her and then I'll let her introduce herself. Our guest today is the mayor of Charlotte. Oh, wow. <laughs> the mayor below the mayor of my Listen, <laughs> every time you call her the mayor of Charlotte, no. I cannot help but laugh. But like, is that not a dope title though? The mayor so of Charlotte? She is so well connected. I have a question about that, too, once we, like, really get into the podcast. Because, okay. like, she is not even a Charlotte native. Right, mm. right. But let, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me introduce her. Um, okay, so our guest is none other than Lori, or Lori Ashley, or known as pro-socialites. Yeah. One half of pro-socialites. One half, yes. And she's an Alabama native. And mm-hmm. she's going to tell us all about that in just a second, right? She currently has on an Alabama hat. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I knew she was. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. Yes, yes, yes. Well, no, I am Lori, Lori Ashley on Instagram. Uh, thank you, ladies, for having me. Thank you for joining us. No problem. Um, so, yeah, I am one half. A co-owner of Pro Socialites, where our mission is anchored in becoming a vessel of doing good for others. I've been in Charlotte five years from Birmingham, Alabama. I actually moved here from Birmingham, as I just said, but my job moved me here. And it was actually a job that I didn't apply for. It was offered to me. So if it was up to me, I'd still be in Birmingham, Alabama in my comfort zone with my job here, my dad and mom two miles away and my apartment four miles away. So I was in a true comfort zone. And then when you stepped out of your comfort zone, look at all the opportunities that opened up for you. Yeah, it was time to get uncomfortable. Let's Mm -hmm. just say that. So it was funny. The guy next to me, he was applying left and right, trying to get out of Birmingham. And I'm just like, nope, I'm good. (laughs) My four minute commute home and all of that, I was perfectly fine, like perfectly fine. And my manager who was managing me remotely from up here already, he was like, hey, I really like the way you manage your team. And I was like, okay. And he was like, "Uh, can we have an offline conversation? I was like, Sure. Okay. Um, and then he offered me the job. And in my heart of hearts, I already said yes. And I was like, how am I going to tell my mom and dad that I am leaving the nest? So yeah, that's what brought me to Charlotte, Wells Fargo. What made you say yes, though? What was it? You were in your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Your family is there. Your friends, everybody mm-hmm. you know, like Alabama is home. Yeah. What made you say yes to Charlotte? I had a job at the time that I traveled every other month. So I had come to Charlotte in like 2011 for like you'd hear those NACA events. So I worked one of those. And I remember staying at the Westin now that I know where everything is. And we walked down to the epicenter. And I remember saying, this city is so clean. Um, I would not mind living here. Be careful what you put into the universe. The universe is listening at all times. At all times. (laughs) And it was some other people that actually moved to Charlotte with me uh, after I accepted the position. But yeah, I never will forget that. 2011. And scarily enough, the manager who was managing me at that event is the manager that offered me the position to move here. So the universe, yeah, is is always giving you what you want, no matter if you wanted it or not. Just be very careful what you focus on. Mm-hmm. So yeah. But no, that's it. I just knew that it was time to make a move. And when he offered it, and I was like, so y'all gonna give me relocation and a little bump and pay? What? Okay. <laughs> let's, let, let, let's do the dang thing. So yes, no, I I, I said yes. So yeah. Okay, so the burning question that I have is how does a girl from Alabama Mm. come to Charlotte and become the mayor (laughs) of Charlotte? Like, I mean, like, you're not even from here. And you came and you like, I'm about to take over. Yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, Truly, the key for me was going out by myself. It's very hard to network with other people when you came with your crew. Because if you're coming with the crew, no matter if it's all girls, girls and guys, you feel like you got to intermingle with your crew, right? Like, right. Oh, how was your day? You know, you don't want to be rude, but it's like, 
No, if, if I'm here and I'm trying to grow my network and just trying to get to know people, how can I expect to grow outside of the crew that I came with? Um, or waiting for that one person to walk over and you just never know. And truly, I just kept getting, I don't want to say lucky because I don't believe in luck, but blessed. Um, my very first bar crawl, which is crazy enough, I met so many people, the St. Patty's Day bar crawl. Mm-hmm. I met Harvey Cummings. We, we celebrated our friend's anniversary last <laughs> week. He was like, let's go eat. And I was like, okay. Um, I met him. I met Sydney King, who does King Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Like we were all like at Sweet. The, the bar, it was jumping. Like I met so many people. Harvey then introduced me to Herb and Felicia Gray. Mm-hmm. And then it just kept growing from there. And then every time I'm around Herb, he's like, hey, Lori, let me introduce you to this person. Felicia's the same way. So I just kept getting introduced to different people. And it's like, oh, wow, okay. Had no clue who Herb and Felicia were, but they were the ones that totally blew my mind that, I know it's going to sound crazy, but you just came from Huntsville, Alabama. Mm-hmm. So knowing that there, you could put a whole bunch of black people in a room, we all going to dress up and look nice. <laughs> no one's trying to fight. Right. There was free food and alcohol. And... There was live music and we all like had a good time and there wasn't like a whole bunch of police at the door. And I was like, wow, this is really interesting to me. Like that was my very first event when I came to Charlotte. I think I went like in November and then it was at the Beckler Museum at that. So I was like, so these black people rented out a whole museum did an open bar concept, live music, and we just, we're we're here. Like nobody, everybody's okay with this. Nobody's fighting. So I was like, okay, cool. And then from there, I just kept doing what I called research. I went to any and everything. A gala, a bar crawl, a nonprofit event, for-profit event. The, The best gala I've ever been to was a home, what is that? The home... I forget. Oh, Hospitality and Tourism Alliance. The ticket is a little bit pricey, but it was the best gala I've been to. It's $150, Mm -hmm. but literally I made my money back because they were giving away $100 like every hour cash. Oh. Yeah. If they weren't giving away that, they were giving away like a free cruise, free Carowinds tickets. It was just like amazing. Then it was an open bar on top of that. And it was just like an amazing night, but met great people there as well. Um, Dr. Oscar Movula. He's a, a pediatric, what is it? Pediatric dentist. He has opened up his own dentistry in Gastonia, South Park, and, and, and that. I met him there through Leslie Briggs. She's a really good person as well who has her own thing, Briggsing. So, I mean, just literally go to these things by yourself. Don't say no to anything. I don't care if it's a cowboy roundup. Cool, let's go. Let me, <laughs> let me go find some cowboy boots. Let me go find a cowboy hat. I'm going. Because you just never know who's going to be there. And then on top of that, the way God works, you might have met someone two years ago mm-hmm. that the person who could have just walked you through this whole trying to get the technical difficulties earlier or um, you, you just never know. That's, That's all true. I can say. And, or an event that you're trying to do like the brunch festival that I know we'll talk about. Um, I've just had to reach out in my network like, hey, who, who do you know? Like, I, I need a champagne sponsor. You got me? Yes. Let me put out some, some phone calls. You know, you just never, never, never know. And don't be afraid to keep a business card. Trust me. Like, I will keep them locked away. Like, I'm going to use this again someday, you know? So, yeah, I'll, I'll keep a business card in a heartbeat. Okay. So, let's do a recap here. Okay. One, we want to step out of our comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Two, don't be afraid to network and network alone. Mm-hmm. Three, which I probably should have said second, but three, be careful about what we put into the universe because the universe is listening. Absolutely. And then the fourth thing I got from what you just said was do not be afraid to invest in yourself because it might take a little bit of money to make some money. Yeah, Did I miss so anything? No, that was a good recap. Yeah, that okay. Was, that was really good. <laughs> I love it. Wanted to do you justice I, now. I love it. No, no, that was good. Yeah, that's it in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I hope y'all wrote that down. Okay. <laughs> Get into it. Okay. It's on the record. It is on the yes. record. You can rewind it. You can stop, pause it, write it down, Hello. put it in your phone, in your notes, do whatever you got to do, send it to your girls in the group chat. It's like, girl, listen, I just been blessed with a good word. So. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, even for those who are afraid to go places by themselves or just feel like you have to roll with your crew, make it a point to, hey, even though we met at the door, we're going to disperse when we get in here. And then let's do like a roundup, like let's meet back at the bar at an hour. Mm -hmm. But don't roll up and especially now, let me just say, I've always walked into places um, looking for business connects. But if you're looking for your man, your husband and all of that, 
He's not going to approach you with a group of five women. Y'all know that. We know. You're right. Exactly. So just make it a point. Make it a game. Who knows? Like, look, (laughs) (laughs) when we get to this door, we're dispersing. When we, you know, give us an hour, work the whole room and let's come back in an hour and meet at the bar. Like I would, I would say that, but no, no person's going to feel comfortable walking up to you, having to scram their way through girlfriend number one, number two. Oh, she looked pissed. She didn't have a good day. Oh, her feet Mm -hmm. hurt. No. like. And you always got that hating girlfriend. That's blocking. Everybody and she drove, <laughs> so we came together. We leave together. No, girl, we got to go. Exactly. What you mean we got to go? Girl, look at his shoes on. Don't talk to oh him. Like, no, 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 oh no. My gosh, that's a good. That's a good thing to, to let the women know. Mm-hmm. Okay, ladies, yeah. y'all get into heard. it. Okay, <laughs> just, just drop some gems. She so did. We love our girls, but sometimes we gotta. Break away from the group. Absolutely. Girl, I will meet you in an hour at the bar. Yeah. Okay. And if it didn't work, it didn't work. You know, it is what it is. Then then have your girl time. But if it's working and don't hate, that's another rule. Don't hate if it worked for somebody and didn't work for you. Like maybe four of y'all met at the door, but then three of y'all only met at the bar. Try again. Maybe you need to circle around again to the room. Work the room again. Just work the know. room. I like that. Yeah. Absolutely. So, like, I know you have an event coming up. Yeah. Really soon. Basically next weekend. Next Saturday. So tell us about the Brunch Festival. Yes. So the Charlotte Brunch Festival will be Saturday, April 7th at the Fillmore. Mm -hmm. It is from 12 to 4 p.m. Uh, There will be a VIP hour at 11 Mm a.m. So we have 30 vendors. Um, This 30 vendors are restaurants, chefs, and also like non-food vendors selling like Glory Days apparel, which kind of sells like the, you've seen the bad and boozy t-shirts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They will be there. I think they're sold out of those, but they have a, some other cute shirts oh. as well or nice shirts, I should say. <laughs> but um, yeah, and truly it's it's still a work in progress, which is funny, you know, just down to the minute with uh, champagne sponsors, uh, radio ads, all this stuff. So yeah, it will be April 7th at the Fillmore. Okay. Yeah. So I'm definitely going to purchase tickets. Yes, please do. I am. I don't know if I'm going to make it. Okay. But I am going to purchase a ticket. I'm going to try to make it. Yeah, Brandy okay. lives in Atlanta. Do you really? Yeah. First of all. Well, she lives in Beaufort. I live... Um, South Carolina? No. <laughs> I, I was telling my coworkers about that today. Like when you say Buford, it's like B-U-F-O-R-D. Yeah, not Buford. Oh. Not the Buford, South Carolina. But no, actually, I am working here mm-hmm. uh, April 3rd through the 21st. So I probably, I will be here mm-hmm. during your brunch, but oh. I have a date. Mm. Oh, I have a date. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that's, um, so I am going to try to. Um, I told you you was going to be unavailable. I, I am going to try to multitask no, here. Okay. No, nope, she ain't coming out. Why can't the boo come to the the brunch festival? I, no? I mean, I guess she, she we're, we're not ready for that yet. I, I don't know if we're ready for that. Okay. Well, I mean, you may not be ready for that. But his what if you come to VIP? Y'all could come to VIP. It's only a hundred people. Look, y'all still be low key. No pictures. Like, we're not ready to be on the gram yet. Exactly. Now. <laughs> exactly. But no, like his friends and family live here, so he might okay. be able to entertain himself he doesn't live here either Mm -hmm. so we'll both be out of towners so he may be able to entertain himself so i am going to try to make it if i don't i still want to buy a ticket and support but i really do want to make it okay um i think my friend jane you know jane i'm sure y'all know jane Jane. everyone knows everybody knows jane okay (laughs) so yeah so jane texted me the other day and asked me if i was going and i'm like sierra just mentioned it to me um so i'm gonna try to make it okay? okay i'm gonna try I love it. Mm-hmm. But yes. So your business partner. Yes. How did you find your business partner? Because I'm assuming that you met him when you got to Charlotte. Absolutely. So, I know a lot of people always want to know, should they go solo? Should they get a business partner? Do business partners even, does it even work? Mm-hmm. How did you meet your business partner? I met my business partner through Harvey. Harvey had a listening um what would you call that? Like a listening party for his chicken day LP. And we met there. And truly, as long as I had been supporting Harvey, I had never seen Winston, who was my business partner. And we met there, we connected. um, And that was in November, October of 2000. 
Don't get me to lie. Or 15. And then 2016, January, we went ahead and got EIN numbers, bank account numbers, all of that. And March 23rd was our very first event, Women Crush Wednesday. So, And that's how I met Lori. (laughs) So I would say this, anyone who's thinking about going into business with someone else, make sure you do a business plan. Mm -hmm. Um, In that business plan, even if you need to use Google, which is always your very best friend, make sure you do a couple of things. Make sure you do um, almost like an assignment of what each person's role is. And then on top of that, make sure there's something called an exit strategy. Mm-hmm. If everyone, oh, that's good. Yeah, everyone. When you're first doing your business, you're all happy and excited, and you don't yes. want to think about that. But the exit strategy is, for lack of better words, like a divorce situation. Yes. Um, so just make sure that's there. You need to be very clear in how this will happen and who gets what and what happens and and whatever. Almost like when you're onboarding in corporate America, you know that if you build a site or anything with them, for them, you can't take it with you. No, you cannot. You cannot. So it's the same thing with your business. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, Make sure your taxes are straight. Mm-hmm. Um, much like when you drive in a car, everybody's like, oh, make sure your tag's straight. Make <laughs> sure your taxes are straight. Um, so there's a lot that um, other people know that we don't know. But even writing off your gas, mm-hmm. food, all of that, if all of us went to eat before this, y'all could keep that receipt and write that off on your taxes and all of that. So I would just make sure the business plan is solid. Even if you have a friend who's in law school, Maybe have them look it over for you. But um, yeah, that just makes sure everybody knows what their role is. And it very well could be one year in, um, we might need to revisit our business plan. Maybe we need to touch it up a little bit and understand because that's what happened with us. We thought we were just going to be doing uh, like events. We had no clue. Like we were just, oh, we're pro-socialites. Yep, we got a mission. Okay, great. Woo. They're the anchor. So, and then it just switched and we really didn't say no to anything. We did brunches. We did workshops. We did work with Banana Republic. Like we didn't say no to anything. Anything we thought we could do late night at 7 District, like any and everything we did. But then it was like, wait a minute. So what's our identity? You know? So we are now events, media, and marketing. Mm -hmm. So again, had to touch up the business plan. What are we doing? And what is your role? And if you have more than one business partner, just make sure that everyone understands what stake you have. Is it 33-33-33? Is it 50-50? Is it 60-40? Just make sure that you understand. Right. That's all. And uh, T.D. Jake's Soar, mm-hmm. amazing book. If you're thinking about taking that leap and trying to do your own business, he will lay all of that out for you. Um, where we don't really fit into a lot of people's boxes, we don't sell a product. So we don't have to worry about any of the retail space and all of that. But everything else, like marketing, ads, Instagram, all of that, we've had to to learn. But um, yeah, we don't sell a product. But if you're trying to sell a product, that book is amazing. Definitely read that book. Okay, so now she didn't told us what book to add to the list. (laughs) If y'all don't catch these gems... Get into them. And, and I, I always see you guys consistently doing things. Like, how do you, how are you able to remain so consistent? Like, I know you guys are like extremely busy and then you also have corporate jobs. So how are you yeah. able to stay so consistent? With my research, when I first got here, one thing I noticed is everyone was not doing something on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. Meaning... They were doing something, but you could not look forward to it. Right. And that's one thing that I wanted to do when I started my thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I wanted you to know that every third Wednesday, you can come to a Women Crush Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Like, I have friends that are nurses. They're like, girl, let me know so I can put my time in 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 advance, you know? Or they work nights and all that other stuff. Um, Same thing, we just launched Man Crush Monday. So we're trying to find the frequency for that. But I wanted to set a frequency and that also forces me to be accountable. Like, Lori, you know the third Wednesday coming up? Mm -hmm. Like (laughs) like clockwork, just like a bill. Like I have to be prepared. I have to be ready. It has to be fresh. I gotta have my woman already picked. And truly, if you think about it, if there's every third Wednesday for it, we don't do December. But if it's every third Wednesday and I got 11 of these to do, 
I should almost be ahead of the game, you know, almost like grocery shopping and meal prepping and all of that. Like you should be able to do this. This is not hard. But yeah, that that's it. It just pushes me to be ready, be prepped. And and then on top of that, we have a good relationship with Fox 46 Charlotte. So they're yeah. also looking for us as well on Good Day Charlotte. How like, get, How do you get on there? I was kind of, <laughs> I was like, I, I, I kind of want to go on there too. Um, <laughs> I don't know what I was talking about, but I want to go on there. Again, <laughs> put it into the universe. Yeah. Just put it into the universe. Yeah. Put it in the universe, yes. You will um, figure it out when they invite you. Yes. Like, <laughs> But no, for real, the um, Alabama Connection, the 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 morning show producer is from Alabama. Oh, okay. And the one who introduced me to her, she actually is a morning show producer at WBTV. Mm-hmm. And they weren't doing like community stuff. They were more focused on news. And she's like, well, I can connect you with someone else. And I was like, okay. And then it just went from there. So again, not being afraid to go out by yourself. You just never know who you're going to meet. And that's how that happened. And literally, I mean, I'm not going to say it's not hard to go on the news, but... I look at Charlotte like a playground, honestly. If I feel like I want to do something here, there's two more things I want to do before I, I have to leave Charlotte. Again, I'm not the author of my life. I try not to be. I, I stopped doing that five years ago. If it was up to me, you know, we all played MASH. We were supposed to have your mansion, <laughs> your three kids, your Ferrari and all of that by the age of what, 28, proposed? Listen, I'm so stuff. I'm so yeah. behind. Hello? I am behind. I'm like, Are listen. <laughs> I got five years to play catch up. I need all of that exactly. with that five years. Yeah. Universe, make it happen. Absolutely. Just <laughs> throw, it, oops, throw it into the universe. But um, yeah, I, if it was up to me, I, I probably would be leaving Charlotte in a couple of years. But there's just things I want to do before I leave here that, I mean, truly, I see Charlotte. If, if I have it, if I can think it, I feel like I can do it. Why not? Let's try it. And if it messes up, okay, go back to the drawing board. Let's try it again. Yeah. So how do you juggle all of this with your full-time job? You have not left Wells, have you? No, I've been there nine years. Um, because I know nowadays everybody, not everybody, but it seems like most people get this business idea mm-hmm. and the first thing they want to do is take a leap of faith and quit their job. Mm. And it's like, it's okay to keep your full-time job and have your hustles on the side. There's yeah. nothing wrong with having a nine-to-five. You can still be popping. Absolutely. So how do you juggle yeah, nine to five. Um, this is gonna sound horrible. Um, keep it real. We keep it. We tell you the are truth. Keeping it real. Like, we tell the truth. Feel like five o'clock in the morning, working out, meal prepping, and everything. I do. Like, she is like a superwoman. I'm like. Oh. <laughs> Well, let me start with saying I have no dog, no cat, no fish. So yeah, it's just me. I can't imagine for one going to school. So kudos to all you out there, women who are like single moms trying to go back to school and like still look fresh and fly. Like it, I'm wearing a hat because my edges are done. (laughs) I worked out today and I'm like, "Uh, we're just going to touch the bottoms up. (laughs) But anyways, um, Okay, I'm a manager at Wells Fargo and I have reached a glass ceiling. Literally, someone has to die in my department in order for me to get a promotion. So how ProSocialites came to life is we were slow, so slow. And I was literally thinking and doodling. Hmm, what could we do? What could we do? And that's how that happened. So my day, I am OCD about time, even though I'm always late. That's really weird, right? Kind of like- She was on time for the podcast, so- Everybody, I was on time. But anyways, um, I'm I'm really working on that because- Anyways, for, people call me the mayor of Charlotte. I'm 30 minutes late. Like we gotta, we just gotta do better. Hey, but you got, you got special privileges. <laughs> that's not always gonna work. But long story short, I portion out my day. I try my best to be in the gym by 6:30, and then out by 7:30, and trying to be on the way to work no later than like I don't know. I get the, it's on ish time for real with work. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm salaried, so I am on ish time. But my morning, I dedicate to other stuff that's not work related at work. Like I am sending emails from my phone, doing stuff. Like I have a lot of, st- I, I, I even will bring my own laptop, like go sit off in a conference room and get stuff together really quick. I know that sounds horrible. Oh, please don't let me I think, everybody I think yeah. every millennial yeah. has done it. Okay. okay. I cannot tell you how many blog posts 
I have written <laughs> sitting at my nine to five. Yes. Um, but I always tell people they do not pay me for the hours that I'm at work because I'm salary. Exactly. They pay me for my work output. So as long as my work is done, nobody's over my shoulder. And, and I mean, times are changing. So I, they know millennials are different. Yeah. Like my job, they give me a hard time. They're like, you're a millennial, you're entitled. Exactly. And I'm like, yo, that's just who we are. I deal we with are. it. I mean, we're, I heard we're going to run the workforce in the next few years. Yeah. Baby boomers are retiring. Mm-hmm. Millennials will take over. So I believe it. Yeah. Just don't get fired, people. Yeah. Writing blog posts and sending personal emails at work. Okay. Keep it cute. Do no, not get I don't fired. Send personal emails. Well, I'm not saying on your computer, but you might send one on your phone. Oh, I mean, not during work hours. We've all sent an email. Listen, I have, yeah. I have too. Right. I, 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 I try not to. Listen, I got one friend. She's like, um, do you ever work? Because I'm always available when she needs me. I'm like, <laughs> right. I'm like, ma'am, mind your business. Yes, okay. Exactly. Just mind your business, okay? Hey. Exactly. But no, it's all about portioning out my day. And then what's not good, which I'll say a blessing and a curse. If I'm so hell bent on, well, this is my time to do this, it kind of becomes an interruption if something else is trying to interject in that time. So just, again, I have to be flexible because like you said, if someone needs you, well, yeah, I'm available, but I'm really supposed to be doing during this during this time and all of that. Kind of like my mom. I don't know about y'all, but mommies have like the worst and the best timing. Like I'm literally trying to get out the car. I got my phone in one hand, the water in my one hand, the purse falling off my shoulder, my jacket, my hat was tilted to the right. <laughs> and my mom calls and I'm like, hey, mommy. I think, <laughs> I think that is a mother for you. I know. I know and um, I was like mom walking into the podcast like she's like oh yeah okay what radio station is? and I was like no mommy you can't really listen to it right now but she's like oh okay well just send me a copy like I know you always do I was like I sure will so she's just being a proud mom I know right yeah. but um, yeah that's really it long, long answer to your question trying to give everything it's time and not jipping anybody because also that's another thing I've noticed like I'll go to dinner with a girlfriend trying to catch up but I'm too busy like trying to take a picture of her plate and taking, you know, returning phone calls and all this other stuff. And I'm like, wait a minute, I'm being rude. Let me just put my phone down and pay attention and give everybody their time. Um, my business partner, Winston, he's a father. So he has to give his time as well. And his son, he's I'll hear him say like, dad, I just got out of school. Can we talk? You know, like, I'm like, okay, let me let y'all go. Like, I, you know, I feel bad. So everybody wants their time when it's their time and no one likes feeling rushed. Right. So yeah, just level and respect and all that stuff. Okay, so that leads me to my next question. Since we are girls, I have to ask. Yeah. Are you single, dating? I am single. I am so single, single like a dollar bill. Is and it hard to date with your schedule, with everything you have going on? Are men intimidated by you? Do you meet men on your level? Because mm, um, you, know, you, you know these men, you know, they've been, they've been coming up short lately. Mm, lately? I'm being nice. You I'm, are being nice. I'm being nice. You're being very nice. Um, let me try and answer all of those. It's... I do find it hard to date. Charlotte to me is very small. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've dated in Charlotte, then you agree and you understand why I say that. There's people that I work with at my job that have been married for years and they're like, how can you say Charlotte is small? Oh my gosh, this place is so big. It's growing. And I'm like, no. Okay, first of all, I hate when people who are married, who have been married for multiple years, yeah. want to talk about being single like Sit yes. this conversation out. Yes. You, you don't know. You don't know the struggle because the struggle exactly. can be real. The struggle is also real. And I'm sure all of us have been a driver of the struggle bus <laughs> at one point in time during our dating lives or what have you. Um, I have a running joke with a couple girlfriends that you literally have to sit at the airport, wait for that man to come off the, the airplane and be like, hey, you're new here? Great. Can I be like your, <laughs> you know, your tour guide? Like, that's the only way to truly... Um, I feel Listen. find someone that's not tainted, uh, uh, claimed. Uh, girl, I was with him last night, or one of those I've seen men take their ring off and go into a party, and so on and so forth. So the stuff that I want to do in Charlotte, I'm in the spotlight a lot, and I don't want drama. So that's another reason why I'm single. Because you know, yeah, I, I've dated or dated. 
tendered, all that stuff. But then at the end of I the day, I didn't like Tinder. It was weird. Tinder is weird. And I even matched with a couple of guys from Charlotte. I don't know how that probably because I'm always here. Yeah. Um, but it was just weird. Tinder's it was really weird. it was really weird. It was a no for me. I tried Bumble. That was weird. I know people who've had success from Bumble. Really? Bumble was also weird. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to say online dating is yeah. weird in general. I would agree. So it's like, if it was meant for me, it will be for me. And I'm not going to rush it. And I've just seen in my life that I'm just going to be the late bloomer. So I'll be the late one having the kids. I'll be the late one getting married. I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to rush it. Truly, that's where all this consistency comes from because my mind's always working. I saw something on Instagram. Um, I have too many tabs open in my brain. That's me. <laughs> like I'm always thinking of, okay, what else? Should, oh, I read an email that person. Oh, let me call my mom. Did I pay that bill? But you know, like that's always just my brain. So no, dating, mm -mm. Um, on my level, that is very interesting question because I was talking to one of my girlfriends the other day about we have to get over the fact of, now I have a thing about dating people who are younger than me. Mm -hmm. I've just always had this thing, but it seems as if I don't know what's up with like, I'm 33. So I don't know what's up with like our age range of So men. we're the same age. Yeah. I feel like our men Something's wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm going to say this. If they're already, and this is probably, oh, somebody's going to, I mean, if y'all got we problems. Keep it real. Okay, we tell the truth. Okay, so this is in the opinion of Lori. It is not, a, it is a Loriism. I'll just put it out there. Um, I feel that men right now, if they are single, they've either divorced, got kids, um, some baggage. Some baggage, right? Or there's something wrong where they messed up that one girl that they knew was the one and they messed her over. So now they're just out here digging hurt. around. Hurt. And just hurting everybody else because they're hurt, right? Hurt people hurt people. They do. So then it's like, well, do we go up 10 years and mess around with the 40-something-year-old? Well, that's just weird. And I then like we the go back year six-year-olds. See, me neither. Because most 40 something year olds that I met, they are they were either divorced or had children and their yeah. children were older, mm -hmm. older to the point where they didn't want more children. Mm -hmm. They weren't ready to they didn't want to get married again. They had done that. They didn't want to have more kids. They had done that. They had already bought a house. It was so much that they had done that I had not done. Absolutely. And I felt like I was a little too young for them. Absolutely. And I remember I was with one older guy and I turned on uh, Tristan Wilde. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I don't listen to that. I'm like, what do you want to listen to? And he turned on Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and I'm like, baby, this is not going to work. <laughs> I want to listen to Tristan and Chris Brown. <laughs> right. Oh like, I want to talk about Insecure right. and Grownish. I want to go to the Beyonce concert. <laughs> I don't know who the hell Earth, Wind, and Fire is. We like, bed at exactly. Waking up at four, right? So, like, I mean, they were like more financially stable, yeah, um, which was a plus, um, and they were very career oriented. Um, so that was a plus, and we had that in common where mm -hmm. I could talk to them about my career, and they could give me great advice and feedback. Mm -hmm. But it was just like opposites. It, Absolutely. It just, it wasn't. But but like you, do you really want to date the the guy that's younger? Yeah. And then how much younger is young? You know? Now, I'm going to be honest. What's his name? Is it Diggy Simmons? Now, if, if Diggy comes <laughs> and he's trying to holler. Oh, now. He's way too young. If Diggy comes nah, and he tries to holler at me, he's too young. I am going to forget that I am 33. Mm -hmm. I, I said it on the podcast. He probably won't even know what to do. I'm going to teach him. Mm. <laughs> I love you it. Teach him, then. You don't need to be coming. Here. I think Diggy is so cute. I he do. is cute. He wasn't that cute on the show. Like, on he grew into those. Oh, no, on a run towels. Run towels. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. did. He had to grow into his looks. He did. But I saw him on Grownish the last couple of episodes. He had a small part, but I was like, okay. Yeah. I see you. 
He's and I don't even do light skin men. Really? I don't like light skin. No, I do. Really? No. I don't. I guess because I'm light skin. That ain't nothing. I never no, really did like. No, I, I, I need them chocolate. Really? Okay. Yes. okay. So I'm trying to get somebody some chocolate babies. Okay. Aww. Even though my son is low on the light skin side, but uh, I love it. The next set of kids. The next set. The next set. And see, that's the thing with dating in the 40s because you do want to feel like you can share something with them. And like you said, if they already are divorced twice, their kids are 17 and they're like, "Uh, I'm not trying to give anybody else any more kids. I just want to travel. And it's like, well, yeah, we can travel. That's fun and all. But at the end of the day, are we finna go on this mortgage? Like, (laughs) we finna... Go half on a baby, like <laughs> we trying to understand what are we really doing? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. And then you don't want to dip down too young because is old buddy ready? Like at the age of twenty six, you just got out of college. Exactly. I gotta give you time to get that out, go through your whole phase and all that other stuff. So they still don't seem to be out of that phase sometimes. Exactly. Our age. You but if he's like twenty four, twenty. Six, I mean, you really know he in the whole phase. Yeah, but it's guys that are our age that are still hoes. That's Big true. Ones. That's true. very true. And they just, that's just. That's just they, who they are. Yeah. So you Great. have to uh, to run. I saw something on Instagram or maybe it was Twitter. And it was like, a man will waste your time mm-hmm. if you let him. Hello. I was like, listen, take yeah, us to church. Will. That's what anything. Anybody will do whatever you allow them to do to you. If you Very don't put true. your foot down, then it's You're right. Yeah. But I'm at the point where I'm 33 and I'm not trying to rush my life. And I'm fine with being a late bloomer. But at the same time, I don't have time to waste. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to date the guy that I know doesn't want more kids, doesn't want to get married, doesn't want a mortgage. I'm not going to date that guy because I know that's not where I want to be. Absolutely. And then five years from now, you know, I'm in my late 30s and I'm starting all over asking a grown 40 some year old man, what's your favorite color? Mm, when's exactly. your birthday? What's your sign? Exactly. I ain't about oh, that. Oh asking nobody what their I don't, I don't know what you ask. I don't know. I, I, yeah, but, I don't know. I mean, you got to learn them. Yeah. I, I do ask what's your sign. Well, I'll say what's I your do. birthday. And then I want to know your yeah. sign because yes. Sagittarius men, um, hail to the naw. Um, Gemini <laughs> men, oh, hail <laughs> no. <laughs> ma'am. No, ma'am. So it is certain men um, based on your sign. I'm not saying I won't date you, but I'm side-eyeing. I'm like, do I really want to go here? Because yeah, didn't have good experiences. What's but. your sign? I'm an Aquarius. Would you date your sign? I've never dated an Aquarius. Mm-hmm. I've never like even had an Aquarius like me. Okay. Um. Somebody said Aquarius men was a hell no. Yeah. But I love Aquarius women. Mm-hmm. But somebody would like the men and the women just no. But I love Gemini women too. Okay. And I would never date another Gemini. Okay. Um. So, yeah. You're not See, into that stuff? Sierra over here looking like, what the hell are you right. talking about? I don't about? know. Jane ran the whole thing down to me before. And I was like, oh, yeah, that does sound like me. Like, <laughs> you really, like, well-versed in this stuff or whatever. But I was just like, I don't, like, you going and reading my horoscope and all that. I don't read my horoscope. But, I mean, mm-hmm. I do pay attention to some of the things that are, you know. Mm-hmm associated with Aries and Gemini and Aquarius. I, I do pay attention and I do think some of it, a lot of it is accurate. I mean, I, I would agree. That's just me. You know, I would like to uh, learn more about it. That's one of the things I, I do want to do. I want to learn more about it and and see, you know, but Sierra looking like, mm-mm, just. When's your birthday, C? It was like almost two weeks ago. I'm a Pisces. So happy, be, happy belated birthday. birthday. How does a 32 feel? It feels like 31. I don't know. I did, I did a lot of self-reflection um, mm. on my birthday. What did you do for your birthday? I went to California. How you did? Your pictures were dope. Oh, thank you. I was like, look at down. her. I was like, she look good. <laughs> yeah, I need to go shopping or whatever. I went shopping. A little, did a little bit of shopping for my birthday, but I really need to go shopping. I need to get back on my fashion, fashion tips. Stuff. Let's go shopping yeah. one day. I bought like she'll end up at Zara because she shop at Zara. Like, Zara's a good three place. Times I love Zara. Okay, first of all, I bought like three hundred dollars worth of stuff from mm-hmm. Zara the other day, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I was sleepy or drunk when I bought it. <laughs> what happened to the savings and all that? 
I got a bonus at work. Mm. What happened to the savings? You were supposed to save that. You spent it on Zara. I talked to Jane before I did it. Jane probably tried to talk to you. She actually didn't. She didn't. She didn't. She was like, and I told her how much I was spending, and she was like, okay, it's fine. It's fine. I got a bonus too. I spent most of it. <laughs> you coming at her on I her savings? No, she the one who put on, it there. That she on Sundays on Twitter, I always um, talk about saving goals. Mm. And then okay, she at Zara two days later. First of all, <laughs> every week. <laughs> do not just I do via Zara, but no. Listen, I bought three hundred dollars worth of stuff, and I think I returned like two fifty. Brandy, mm. why you buy it? I was either drunk or sleepy. I did not. Were you online? I was online. Okay. So some of it was like different colors, different material. Some of it was too small, didn't fit. Some of it was just like, I don't even know why you bought this because you know you're not wearing this. I ended up taking it back. So I did good, I feel like. So I really didn't spend my bonus. I didn't. Right now it's in my savings, but I might do a transfer from savings mm-hmm. to checking. Um, but do not judge me. Oh, no judgment. No. no judgment. But I follow, what's her name? The finance bar. Yeah. And I love her. And like the other day, she said something that really stood out to me. She was like, um, one year you might have to, might be the year you save your money. The next year might be the year you attack debt. And then the next year might be the year that you um, invest. Like you can't do everything at once. No. So um, I think I'm going to save like another thousand dollars this year. And then I'm going to pause my savings, not touch it, but just pause and then tackle some debt. Mm. So I think that's what I'm going to do. I really, really like her tips though. Yeah. Um, of all the finance people, her tips are the ones that are like, to me, the most realistic for my life. Like I can actually apply that to mm-hmm. my life. So I think I'm gonna save about a thousand dollars more and then I'm gonna tackle some debt because um, Sierra is a homeowner. I am not. Me neither. And I am trying to save up. Um, Being a homeowner can be a pain in the ass. And that's what scares I, me. Exactly. That's what scares me too. So I don't want to jump into it um, without being 100% educated. I don't want to jump into it before I'm ready. Um, well, if you have any questions, I can I will definitely you hit you up. Yeah. But I want my house to be decorated a certain kind of way. So I started like my fun, just not even for the down payment, just for the furniture. Yeah, you're going to need a separate Okay, so I started that, and I and I want to have at least ten thousand when I buy my house. Mm-hmm. I need nine, decorating. Yeah, I need nine thousand more. Oh. Well. But if the universe would send me a husband, mm. nah, you don't need to think like that. You don't need a husband to buy a house. Look at her. She you don't. You don't. Can't think it like makes that. It easier, You're I'm sure. I know. <laughs> them, them two incomes, though. Yeah, it, it makes it easier, but if you're waiting and waiting, waiting for that, then no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not waiting. Yeah. Which is why I'm trying to one tackle some debt, mm-hmm. two save some money, and why I just started to have um, my, you know, my furniture fund, as you would call it. My mother raised me to be very independent, and I always tell men, listen. I'm I'm independent. That's just who I am. Um, I don't need a man. I am going to get it on my own if I want it. But I'm not going to lie. That two-income household yeah. sounds lovely. I'm not going to lie. Which is is not the only reason to get married. But um, it, it would be nice to have two incomes coming in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My ex was like, what do you do with your money? Like, you... You don't buy expensive stuff. Like, you're not materialistic. And I'm like, nigga, I'm single. Like, I'm a single mother. Like, what do you mean? What do I do with my money? Like, I don't live in a two, like, income household. Like, I take care of me and mine with my money. Like, what do you mean? Like, and I think sometimes people forget that when you're single, you're a single woman. Like, you can't go to your husband and be like, babe, mm-hmm. I fucked up my money this month. No, right. it's it's you on your own. And yeah, that would be embarrassing. I would not want to have to say that. Really? Did I mess up my money? Oh, For well. your husband? He going to be like, what are you doing? <laughs> Listen, my husband already knows. It's going to be shot. It's going to be Zara bags and Trump. <laughs> no, see, that's right. That would be a problem right there. You see, you hiding stuff and 
buying stuff, you probably have a separate bank account from the joint account. I was talking to I was talking to somebody about that and about having a joint or a separate checking account. And I'm like, I've been single so long. I don't know about. Yeah, to learn how to <laughs> right how to put stuff together it can't be what like I was talking to talking to some friends about this over the weekend. I was now like, um, because they're married and they're like, yeah, you have to have that conversation with your like your husband or wife because sometimes they don't feel like it's ours. They be like, this is mine mm-hmm. and that's yours, and it's not ours or whatever. That's so why I want my husband to be the breadwinner. Is that is that bad? Is that wrong? We 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 do tell the truth on on this show. No, it is that's your that's your opinion. But I I know that most men I meet don't make my salary. That's a conversation for another yeah. podcast. And and I don't even make the salary that I want to make and they don't make my salary. That's so. definitely a conversation for another podcast. Yeah. yeah. You're and welcome that, to attend. I was about to say <laughs> in my <laughs> counterpart if y'all need a male perspective might even we want do. to. I was looking forward yeah. to him coming when she's yeah. like Winston is coming. I'm like Winston that's a guy's name. We haven't had a guy on the show yet <laughs> yeah. but I'm looking forward to it. So I was disappointed yeah. that he was not here. So you definitely have to come yeah, back. We'll with him um, for the male perspective. Yeah. I I would like that. Because he would definitely, he's helped me to understand. You have to um, define what is breadwinner to you. Because we, me and you, I think we all define that as the income level. But it could mean something else to that mate. Like maybe they feel like, because for instance, me and Winston have had this discussion of would you still respect your man if, you know, he made less than you, part-time job or what have you? Would he still be considered the head of the household? Mm. That's rough for me because it's like... What you leading? And, and then how can you lead me if... what? So what exactly am I looking up to? Like, to you took to the trash out today? Been. You know what? For me to let you be the head of the household knowing that you make significantly less than me or that you have like a part-time job, you really have to make my life easier. Mm, That means I ain't taking no kids to school. Right. I'm not picking them up. Right. I'm not taking out no trash. I'm not cooking. I'm not cleaning. Like you really have to take a burden off of me for me to let you lead. Absolutely. And I don't, Again, I want my man to make more money than me. And I'll say this. I know that there will come times and life is hard and maybe people lose a job, get laid off and all of that. But as long as I'm seeing some hustle and ambition about yourself, like you're trying to replace what was lost or even maybe I met you and you made $15,000 less than me, but you're trying to hustle because you know that you're in that position or you took a pay cut because you know that in two years you'll be where you really want to be. All right, cool. We got a plan. We got it. Much like your savings. You got a plan. You know what you're going to do. I just feel like when you plan something out, it works. Just make sure you have that person on your team that will keep you on your game plan. Right. If you aren't on your game plan, and let's just say that, you know, I met you and you was on fries and you would just want to stay on fries. <laughs> that's a little different. Like if you're not trying to be the <laughs> franchise owner and open up your own place, but if you just really good being on fries, like, bruh, we bruh, don't... We, we not compatible. We, 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 we aren't compatible compare. at all. And then you smelling like fry grease at the end oh, of the night. No. So... <laughs> I'm so glad like we can have this conversation with somebody like you because sometimes I feel that it seems like sometimes people feel that black women we should just accept whatever man shows us a little bit of attention and the moment we say I have standards I want to date a certain type of man oh well you're a gold digger you're this you're right. that and it's no and it's not that I just want to be equally yoked exactly. and I always tell people I don't want to be in any relationship where it is not 100% mutual the respect mm-hmm. the love the understanding the finances like let's be each other's equal exactly Um, I don't because I mean I've been in relationships and I felt like I'm on one level he's on another level and I'm trying to get him to where I am and he's pulling me down to where he Mm -hmm. is and it just again I don't have time to waste so we just gotta be equally yoked exactly exactly well now it's coming to the time we need to start wrapping up so ask her I have a question for you okay so 
What does sisterhood mean to you? Mm. I'll start by saying sisterhood does not have a color to me. Um, I'll say that sisterhood does not necessarily have a frequency, meaning um, you can have some sisters that you hadn't talked to in four years, but you know that if you had to reach out to them, they would have your back. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. Um, and last but not least, sisterhood are those people that keep it real with you. Mm-hmm. No matter if it's, girl, you killing that outfit, you slay, you know, your, your hype team, or no, you probably shouldn't have said that. You know, um, your your people that truly keep it real with you, or even those that tell you, you know what, you you picking up a little bit of weight. Um, you might want to <laughs> do some pushbacks from the table. But no, those that can keep it real with you. Um, that's how I would define sisterhood. That's I like that. I like that. that. I like that a lot. And tell everybody how they can contact you or find yeah. you on social media. Um, so pro socialites on Facebook. Uh, there's a CLT behind that. And on Instagram, Pro Socialites. Personally, you can follow me, Lori Ashley, L-O-R-R-I-A-S-H-L-Y. And I think that's it. We have Women Crush Wednesday coming up April 23rd, hopefully. Nope, that's a Monday. April 23rd will be Man Crush Monday. And then <laughs> April 18th will be Women Crush Wednesday. April 7th will be the Brunch Festival. And we're just going to keep rolling. And tell everybody how they can buy a ticket. Yes, www.universe.com backslash Charlotte Brunch Festival. Or it's in the link um, in the bio over in Pro Socialites on Instagram. Or you can head over and search it on Facebook as well because we've plugged a lot of promo into this. So hopefully it's easy to find. Uh, here we have some Our Heart Radio promotions going on along with Radio One. So That's awesome. Yeah. I can't wait to go. Thank you. Can't and I'm going to gonna try you. to make it. And Please I might do. I might bring Bay. Listen, 11 to 12, I got you. No no camera, no pictures. That's, that's it's VIP I hour. Because we didn't talk about it, but like, how do you feel about social media and relationships? Like, I know you're single, but yeah. if you get a boyfriend, would you put him on your social media or would he be... On his own social media. Um, he would be on his own social media. See, I'm with you. And the most you would get out of me is like a knuckle, like me and Bay. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't yeah. post my relationship. Right. No. Um, See, if just looking at your social media, Sierra, I would think you were single. Not to say like, okay, that means guys need to be in your inbox trying to holler, but right. they get ignored because you That's never, good. you never <laughs> post like when you were on vacation. Like, I don't know who the hell you're with. Well, I do know because we were friends. Right. But if I didn't, if I wasn't your friend, I wouldn't know who you were with. So but I, I love know. that. Yeah. It, yeah. You should, there are some things that you should keep private. Uh, that and finances and, yeah. and religion. Uh, yeah. I, and I'm going to say... And not, politics. Uh, yes, politics. And I don't want to say religion like you can't, because I'll post a Bible verse in a minute, mm-hmm. but you don't have to post every everything like your tithes and your offering. You know, like that's yeah. what I mean I've by that. I've somebody but, do that. And I was like, that is so crass. Yeah. <laughs> they posted their what? They put... they. They were at church. We go to the same church. Took a picture of the um the money in the envelope. Oh no! You know what? It's somebody that I'm sure that y'all all know too. Well, I was it ten percent? I don't know. I that hasn't came across my my timeline. I haven't seen it lately, but he's done it. Really? Mm, yeah. Maybe he was trying to show it was ten percent, and he I was trying know. to. <laughs> he didn't need to show it. He just need to do it, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, thanks, Lori, for coming on our podcast. No I really problem. appreciate your presence. This was fun. Thank was you, ladies. It? No, it really was. Y'all kept <laughs> yeah. it real. Yeah. That's what we do. To tell the truth. That's, yes. yes. No, I had a good time. Yes. Because honesty yes. is key. Yes. I love it. So thank yes. you. Yes. Thank, thank you. you.